Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to naftalitrai.com and each of us Sunday from the 7 Kochi, India. I am Professor Jacob Abraham. Let us start this short study with a brief introduction to the four Gospels. They were written by four different authors between AD 66 and 100. All of them are anonymous. The names were added in the 2nd century. The Gospel of Mark was the first written, maybe around AD 66 to 70. Matthew and Luke were written around AD 85 to 90. John was written around AD 90 to 110. The Apostles Matthew and John witnessed Jesus' ministry from its inception through his death and resurrection. Mark a younger man was present at least during the later events of Jesus life and he was taught by the apostle and eyewitness Peter the gospel according to Luke is a report by a meticulous historian who claimed to have carefully investigated everything from the beginning Each writer wants the reader to know the truth about Jesus and become a disciple. To accomplish this purpose, each gospel is aimed at a certain audience and each writer is selective of the events he includes. The gospel according to Matthew is aimed primarily at Jews who were familiar with the Old Testament. Jesus is portrayed as Israel's Messiah, the King of the Jews. The audience of Mark was basically those people in the Roman Empire who are unfamiliar with the religion of the Jews. So Mark's gospel does not argue for Jesus as a fulfillment of prophecy. Luke was written to those more intellectually minded. He is not writing as an eyewitness but as one who is recording eyewitness testimonies. His portrayal of Jesus is as the perfect man. The Greeks in their art and literature were always looking for the perfect man. The gospel of Luke reveals that man. John the writer of the fourth gospel was an eyewitness to the life of Jesus. He wrote to everyone. The things he recorded were for the purpose of establishing the fact that Jesus was the eternal God who became a man. The gospel of John is different in many aspects from other gods. The gospel according to Matthew, Mark and Luke were synopsis of the life of Jesus whereas John was presenting a philosophical book. 90% of what John says is not found in other gospels. While others were presenting an earthly view of the life of Jesus, John was presenting a heavenly view. That is why many scholars consider the gospel of John as a heavenly and a holy book. It is also called the salvation book. John's aim was to present a fourth different view about Christ's message that would appeal to Greek thinkers. John would have been thinking of the Greek readers, some of whom were being influenced by heresy. John's main purpose was evangelistic, to build up believers as well as to win new converts. John records certain occasions when Jesus equals himself with the Old Testament, I am. The Gospel of John is a portrait of Jesus Christ and his saving work. It focuses on the last three years of Jesus' life and especially on his death and resurrection. 
John never mentions Jesus name until chapter 1 verse 17 but it is clear right from the verse 1 that he is talking about Jesus John did not begin the story of Jesus with his birth John starts with the statements about his deity in eternity our present study intends to explain verse 1 to 3 and verse 14 let us start with verse 1 John 1:1 In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God John is speaking about the time of the beginning of the history of Jesus Moses begins Genesis 1:1 by drawing our attention to the majesty of God in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth John starts by drawing our attention to the majesty of Jesus Christ in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God the mosaic conception of beginning is marked by the first creative act John places himself at the same starting point of time but before he speaks of any creation he asserts the pre-existence of the creator in this beginning there already was the word John's intention is clear he is drawing a line between God in Genesis and Jesus in the gospels but while Genesis works downward from that point and tells what followed John works upward and tells what lies before time time and creatures came into being and when they began the word was John essentially says when the beginning began the word was already there John makes it clear that the word is not just the beginning but the beginning of the beginning he was there in the beginning before anything was the verb was indicates that at the beginning of the universe the word already was in existence john means that there never was a time when the word was not now let us move to the last part of the first verse and then come back to the middle part and the word was god in the new testament two greek words are translated as word rema and logos they have slightly different meanings rema usually means a spoken word it literally means an utterance in luke 138 when the angel told mary that she would be the mother of god's son mary replied behold the maid servant of the lord let it be to me according to your word here the root greek word is rema rema is a specific guidance we receive from the holy spirit at any given time rema is essentially synonymous with the logos The Greek word John used in 1 for word is logos. Logos refers to the total inspired word of God and to Jesus who is the living word. Logos is also used to refer to spoken words. This Greek word has a broader and philosophical meaning. It usually implies a total message, a message including the thoughts of the speaker. and it is used mostly in reference to god's message to mankind look for 32 and they were astonished at his teaching for his word was with authority the greek word used here to say where 
is logos in the sense of total message the people were amazed were not merely by the particular words of jesus but by his total message the greeks used the word logos to refer to one's mind reason or wisdom john used this greek concept to communicate the fact that jesus is the self expression of god to the world jesus is the total message jesus is everything that god wants to communicate to man many scholars identify logos with the god's reason wisdom mind and intellect the logos is the expression of god and is his communication of himself and also his outward expression of thoughts jesus is an outward expression of god's reason wisdom purpose and plan so logos or jesus christ was with god in the beginning John is not merely saying that there is something divine about Jesus he is affirming that he is God and doing so emphatically as we see from the word order in the Greek the Greek philosophers saw the logos as the power which puts sense into the world making the world orderly instead of chaotic the logos was the power that set the world in perfect order and kept it going in perfect order they saw the logos as the ultimate reason that controlled all things jewish rabbis often referred to god especially in his more personal aspects in terms of his word they spoke of god himself as the word of god For example ancient Hebrew editions of the Old Testament change Exodus 19:17 Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet God to Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet the word of God in the mind of the ancient Jews the phrase the word of God could be used to refer to God himself Therefore in this opening John speaks to both Jews and Greeks for centuries they have been talking thinking writing about the word the logos now John tells them who he is the word was god John means both Jews and Greeks where they are at and explains Jesus in terms they already understood on the isle of pasmos the apostle john had a vision of the risen lord john fell before him as a dead man jesus said do not be afraid i am the first and the last and the living one and i was dead and behold i am alive for evermore and i have kept the keys of death and hades Isaiah 44:6 says thus says the Lord the king of Israel and his redeemer the lord of hosts i am the first and i am the last and there is no god besides me in the light of Isaiah Jesus was claiming to be the lord of hosts the only living and true god thus John affirms Jesus is eternal he is the second person of the trinity and he is god the essence of jesus christ identity is that the word was god the word jesus christ was with god and he was god he is god and he is the image of god perfectly reflecting all that god is and standing forth from eternity as the fullness of deity in a distinct person in the middle of verse 1 we read and the word was with god he is god and he has a relationship with god 
we should understand from the proposition the two ideas of accompaniment and relationship not only did the word exist in the beginning but he existed in the closest possible connection with the father this shows that the word is not an impersonal idea or philosophy but a person this person is distinguishable from god although he is eternal god in verse 2 don't repeat the first two phrases of verse 1 both for emphasis and to make sure that we understand what he is saying john 1 2 he was in the beginning with god the word was in the beginning with god while the word is god the word is distinct from god john's logic may be explained like this there is a being known as the word this being is god because he is eternal in the beginning this being is god because he is plainly called god the word was god at the same time god the father is a distinct person from the word the word was with god so the father and the son who is the word are equally god at distinct in their person there is one divine essence and three persons two of them are mentioned here the father and the son the holy spirit will be introduced later now let us read verse 3 john 1 3 all things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made this verse speaks about christ's relationship with the world the first thing john is going to tell us about what jesus did is that he created the universe he was the father's agent or word in the creation of all things but in doing it he was god god the word created the world if everything that has come into being came into being through jesus then clearly jesus never came into being he has existed eternally that is why john does not stop by saying all things were made through him he added and without him nothing was made that was made they make explicit emphatic and crystal clear that anything in category of made christ made it before he exists he can't bring himself into being therefore christ was not created that is what it means to be god and the word was god if all things have been created through him then clearly he is not created he is eternal now we have uh, reached the last part of the study john 114 and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth the logos that is the plan purpose and wisdom of god became flesh that means the logos came into concretion or physical existence in jesus christ jesus is the message of the invisible god and his chief emissary representative and agent because jesus perfectly obeyed the father he represents everything that god could communicate about himself in human person as such jesus could say if you have seen me you have seen the father the fact that the logos became fresh shows that it did not exist that way before 
there is no pre-existence for Jesus in human form but he existed as the plan purpose or wisdom of God for the salvation of man and the word became flesh and dwelt among us this statement would have amazed both the jewish and greek thinking to hear that the word became flesh the greeks had a generally low view of gods to them john says the word became flesh in the greek mythology there were a superior god and many lesser gods for them the logos or the order and reason was superior even to super gods but john tells the greek thinkers the logos you know made and ordered the universe became flesh the jews had a generally prohibitive view of god to them john says that the word became flesh and dwelt among us the jews had a hard time accepting that the great god revealed in the old testament could take on human form john says to the, the jewish thinkers the word of god became flesh the first chapter of john gives us a glimpse inside the father son relationship before jesus came to earth in human form he pre-existed with the father he was involved in the creation of everything the word who became flesh and dwelt among us jesus christ was and is god let me conclude this short study thanks for watching and listening the message may god bless you amen